0: Uh, producers have access they can see it how many viewers are there?
1: i'm trying to rewrite your story here sir Sirash, because i'm trying to cut the budgets in the back of my head it'd be looking to
2: see where the genre is and then by fitting yeah. into that genre you would then appeal to a bigger
1: audience in the room 52 jokers wild
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, In The Room with Garvin and George again for this Friday's episode. And our special guest today is Siraj who is who runs the Indian Film Festival of Ireland, which is really quite exciting. But I know he's also been involved with a number of film productions that he's setting up himself. And he's also acted in quite a few sort of films. So hopefully we'll get to, to, to talk about some of that. Now, I, I was, we had a little bit of preamble a short time ago, and Garvin felt we should include some of this because I was actually going through the process that we're going through, which is setting up the Film Production Academy. And with our Film Production Academy, we are developing it so that we will eventually get accreditation at master's degree level and take our students, usually 16 per cycle, through the experiential journey of making a feature film, which most of them don't really get a chance to do. But it also... Our focus is on cinematographers, sound editors, but they also get a chance to do production management and various other jobs within the uh, a micro-budget feature film. Uh, so they can then get the experience they need to get to go on to work in the industry. We're very much focused on the idea that this is a job. We're, we're we're jobbing people. We want to work in the industry and earn a living and earn a, a, a good wage for what we're doing and building up the connections. And I think that's really part of the journey that we're on with yourself there, because like like that we we've, we've networked in the past. We've talked about stuff. We've done a few little projects, and um, you know. So really, what we're doing is we're trying to find your. We, we part of the discussion is to is to get your views on the experience that you've had in the film industry in ireland and also connect us to india as well
0: sure uh, thank you very much for having me uh, and it was always good to connect with you um just to let you know i've just been off to uh, from a mega mega budget picture called disenchanted which was a disney production shot in, in dublin so i was acting in it so with patrick dempsey i've got a little part a very not a huge part but uh, Significant enough to call myself in the movie. It was the first Hollywood film that I've done. Uh, and I was treated like a king. I mean, I had my own trailer. I had my own, you know, usually they spoiled me like anything. It was a nine, a, a, I think it's a 10 million or 20 million dollar yeah. I don't know. 18 million. Somebody said 18 million dollars.
1: Anyway. Suraj, Siraj, I'm going to yep. stop you for a second and go, I love your starting pitch. Her <laughs> Patrick Dempsey. Was a loud act with you, you know, on a <laughs> mega production. So it was, it was, it was a brilliant ego twist. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on a mega production, and Patrick Dempsey, I think he was a co-star or something, was on it with me. Yeah, it I fun. had my trailer, and you know, it's all about me. I, I love it.
0: I love it. Great yeah, start. My My character was a fantastic name called Hot Tuna Steve, and Hot Tuna Steve uh, was a an interesting uh, character. Anyway, just to go back into my my madness of my work world, yes, annual production of uh, the film festival that is happening in Dublin for the last 12 years. Last year, I had a virtual one, and this year again, I'm having a virtual one. So the website is there, www.indianfilmfestivalofireland.ie. And in the past, we have invited huge amount of people all the way from the Indian film industry, directors, stars, writers, uh, all sorts of people, you know, um, uh, and it's a four day long weekend kind of festival, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday, it closes on Monday. So it had been a success uh, story, let's put it this way. It sustained me for a while, although it's non-commercial, it's not making a mega, mega box, but uh, it's uh, there uh, as a film festival because I started as a frustrated person because Dublin Film Festival would not take any Indian films uh, and categorize uh, them that, look, uh, I mean, I had a dis- kind of uh, discourse with the director who was American-driven, Hollywood-driven and inviting all the American stars. And I said, look, you t- you're calling it an international, Dublin International Film Festival, but, but you're not including, uh, you know, the significant industry. And I'm not talking about Bollywood here. My films that I'm interested in are meaningful cinema, parallel cinema, new wave cinema, cinema that has been winning hearts in Berlin and Toronto and everywhere else in the world. Those are the p- films with gravity stories that have meaningful cinema. That is what my films are all about, that the film that I would like to screen here. And I would like, so by token, she has in took one or two films, but then again, it wasn't, uh a, a, you know a, a big enough presence for me to make a sense so i said to hell with it i'm gonna make my own film festival and that it. It started <laughs> Love it.
1: no actually i'm gonna dive back in again and go that's exactly how we're entering ourselves we can queue up in other people's predefined systems and look and hope someone else showcases us but Correct. the whole purpose is if i'm the customer first I want what I want, not what someone else does. Uh, therefore, and, uh, and therefore, if I'm the customer, there's loads of people like me. I represent the market. So therefore, sure. there is a market for it because I'm there. There's must, there must be a bunch of people like me. That's now, it. also, we're saying... You want you're creating a marketplace, a funnel for those to appreciate. You know there's a market for it. Now you're touching a word in there. It sustained you. It's not overly commercialized. It needs to be a It needs to pay for itself to be there every year, so it doesn't become a draw on your resources. Because it has an audience. It has a marketplace. There's an industry. You want, to bring the, you want to bring the world to Ireland and then promote it back out to the world stage. That's right. what I'm hearing, and I love it. But Absolutely. we want to make it
0: profitable. We want Absolutely. to make it attractive. Indeed. And the whole, I mean, if you look at my blurb on the uh, first page, at the, uh, the landing page of the festival, you'll see on the website, I said all along the last 12 years, the purpose of the festival is twofold. One, a to promote Ireland as a location for our producers and directors to come over to shoot films. And we managed to get two films in the past 12 years, Big Budget Pictures who came over here. And then secondly, to make our own films, my stories that I'm trying to make uh, with the local talent, with the local crew uh, and mix and match with the director's staffs, the creative crew back in India and do it as a kind of like hybrid bridge films that has been very yeah. successful in the UK. baji on the beach, you know, my beautiful laundrette, you know. And I the- actually
1: said, my, I didn't even know I knew this. I actually mentioned my beautiful laundrette yesterday. I was yeah. going, how do we bring Bollywood to Kildare? How do we bring Bollywood to Thingless? How, actually what were, no, I'm not saying Bollywood. I'm saying, you just said in our language, I want to attract investors to Ireland to create jobs in Ireland, to create content out of Ireland that puts the Irish talent and country on the world stage to go rinse, repeat. Hence, you know, there you go, we're back to the lawns again. We want, to, we want to wash money
0: through Ireland. Wash, through exactly. content creation. And do you know what, Money, you mentioned that. I mean, I'm in the, in the business, so I know inside, in, inside out how this financial jigsaw get together. Again, as you quite rightly said, Garvin, with the other producers, when I talk to the friends, old friends, uh, no names, names dropping, but I know everybody... Oh, go on, go on. We love name dropping. Drop away, <laughs> drop away. No, I mean, as like I said, guys up in uh, Ardmore, uh, James Flynn, you know, Morgan yeah. O'Sullivan, all of them, they know me, my work. Uh, they, have, they are driven by the American productions. They bring yes. the, what I call it, a a cooked cake from America, uh, wash it through the se- Section 481 machine yes, and come out with the 15% or 20% in their pocket and rest goes into the production. So it's a, re- it's a recycling thing because we have a sitting 15 million mega budget kind of ceiling is sitting there. Yeah. Last budget, I think, I saw that is up to the 15 million. You don't need to do um, any mega, I mean, this film is bigger than that, but up to 15 million you can bring, but the condition is that it has to be pre-sold. It has to have distribution attached. It ha- In other words, the investors want uh, to only go in as a last in, first out. Last in, first out is a difficult thing for a new producer. Now, there's something you've just, we've hmm. just
1: recorded a show earlier today, Now for next week or the week after, and you've just literally quoted from it i was asked i think what the show i think uh, the person questioned carl king was working on a production joy rider it's out of curry at the moment i think it might be around the five million mark and he said we I, I mean i'm a newbie to the industry so i'm just trying to understand right five million somebody invested five million what did they invest in and he says they, they invested in a good story with attached a-lister producer, director, star, and that's- also pre-distribution and territory. Now, that investor nearly put those preconditions in. You get my money because I understand A-lister draw, and you've got an award in the background. You've won a BAFTA. you you won something. That's my precondition, hello. Now, that immediately said, I will not go into that film as a story on its own. Without that, we could have done it for $3 million, The budget became bigger based on the draw of an A-lister, not the skill set, not necessarily the talent, a promise of a repeat delivery of something that happened in the past and it was delivered on before. That does not guarantee a paying audience tomorrow or today in my book. It's your hope and history repeats. Now, at the same time, if you want to attract new money, let's say without those conditions. So now you're going, we would love to be promoting test new producers new directors new talent seed listers Great storyline and attract investors to this micro budget market. Make it simple for them to understand and get their money back. Get not get a break even five percent. Anything they need to be know when they're getting a return, where they're getting a return, what they're investing in, what the upside is, and they're nearly like a venture capitalist. They want a ten x. They want it. They're being sold Blair Witch all over the place, and no, they've never been delivered it. So they don't come back to the market. So there's money there, lots of money. Negative inflation, negative interest rates, or, or, or it, it wants a home. It wants to invest. It will invest in film. It's new money to invest in new stories, new content. But we have the pre sale aspect is a very
0: hard precondition of That's, a non proven something. Absolutely. Yeah. This is exactly where I've been in doldrum for 15 years. I have a perf- fantastic story that I've written, ninth draft of the feature film of a girl called Savita Halapanawar, who- Oh, you got, gotta change the name. So
1: the problem with the thing is that it's a long multi-hyphenate no, name. If you change oh, that, well, we true. get to two
0: million in the morning. I'm talking yeah. about the actual story. That the name of oh, the yeah. film is called Savita. Now, All Savita right. is a story that changed Ireland. You know, It's the story of one Indian girl who dies here, denied abortion uh, because whatever, whatever reason, so I've written, I bought the rights of the book that was being written by Kitty Holland and I did nine years. on that. Next, next year is an anniversary of Savita coming up, yeah. 10 years now. Now, I have a BAI. There's a soft money there, Garvin, as well, if you know the soft money, apart from the commercial hardcore venture capitalist. Well, you've um,
1: actually got hard. Most people are trying to find a soft money in reverse. And they can't get the soft money because the soft money wants a proven something. That's
0: exactly the point. Is the soft money is the film screen Irish screen money, uh, which is about 10% to 12%, and then yeah. you have BAI money. BAI money could be up to about 600,000, 800,000, yeah. about a million, uh, and then you top up with the section 481 money, which is about net 32% now. I've been told. So mm-hmm. 30. You're, you're trying to get 32, 12 and then you come up with all up to about 70, 80% and then you go to the financial institution and say, look, guys, can you cash flow it? I have 80% guaranteed here. So there is a way of skinning the cat. I mean, a lot of people are doing many different ways. Uh, Suresh, you're in my language. You must have been an accountant in the background. (laughs) George is
1: sitting quiet here because I I keep on trying not to be the accountant. But what I'm now loving is the game in film business to begin is a game of financial engineering. It's Correct. a game of investor return understanding. Nobody, Correct. money doesn't care what your story is. We've said this before. It wants to know the story of a much I'm going to get back and how fast. And it, yeah. ne- it needs to hear money. Money talks to money. Money wants to know when money gets more money back. It wants to multiply itself. Now, it's game of what whether we wind farm or film or indie production or macro is how much of my money, You title for how long, what's the break-even term, what's my upside potential, What's the guarantee? What's the capital? What's the risk? What's ri- What well, capital
0: of mine is at risk? Okay. And that's so, really yeah. it. Then so, you're so, going. Yeah. So, so look at the, look at the in- income aspect of that. If you don't have a pre-sale, at least if you are banking on the cinema aspect of the pro- project, then you have a 32-county basis. My
1: film, my camera just stopped recording and turned itself off. Oh. Oh. oh, did mm-hmm. it? <laughs> oh, George, George, you're going to kill me! What's wrong? You're going to kill me! I you wasn't didn't... recording at all, and it turned oh. itself off. So there's no me in this show to date, oh, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, now you're Garvin. Garvin, just just start recording because basically what we can it's... do is we can turn you into the
1: animation again. Yes, uh, uh-huh. good stuff. I wasn't talking for too long. I'm back in. Sorry, Siraj. No, no the problem. great thing is, it's you're. I want to just hone in here because it's re. It's, it's it's coming back to the last two, three. Actually, last three shows. It's yeah. all about the money, honey. Now, it's all- when, it's, when we have that, yeah. it's about I've attracted it with my story. They believe in me. They believe in, that my story, if made with the right talent and crew, producing the right order at this cost, has a market that will pay to see it and give that, ret- give that investor the returns plus some he's expecting, so he gives me his money again. That's the
0: game. So, so so, you've got to identify where are the sources of income is. Once you made the movie, you spend a couple of million, say, for instance, uh, as a modest budget, two and a half million quid, you spend it on the production, you pay the stars, you pay the, the crew and everything. Now, what is the first payment will come from, from where? And before you start shooting, uh, actually the security from the state broadcaster will give you a guarantee that two years down the line or a year down the line, I will broadcast it and there's a three-picture deal or four-picture deal uh, or Te, uh, Virgin Media, whatever. So the first check will come from the local broadcaster. Then before that, I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i dealing with the cinemas now because of the film festival. I'm dealing with the Dundrum Cinema, the owner of the Dundrum Cinema, Graham Sperling, uh, uh, and the likes of Omniplex guys uh, all over the place. I have dealt with the box office language. If you see the the calculation from the box office is another check that you're going to get into your account when the movie is in the cinema. punters comes in, you hype up hundred thousand on marketing and uh, and and PR exercise. You you know you bought the billboard and everything, and then attracted the punters into the cinema to pay the ten dollar, uh, ten euro, or whatever. Now I'm going to stop
1: you, Siraj, because the problem what we were having and our understanding of finances was. We were being sold a hundred one million users paying a tenor. When it turns out your cut of the tenor could have been fifty cent. And what we actually need to get back of three million if we spend three million and the distributors getting half and we don't have an exact figure because they're promising someone might turn up and watch. We don't know a pandemic is gonna stop something. Well, can I just committed money? So what viewers pay would we need back to get that three million yeah. back plus the return? So but are home- you are you becoming yeah. the distributor
2: in that scenario, yeah. Siraj? Are you because in that sense, or have you, do you have to get a distributor to get into the cinema? Uh,
0: no, you don't have to go to distributors. See, the, the, for the producers, to, uh, producers are allowed to keep their home territory, as they call it. The home territory is Ireland and the UK. Both we consider it as a home territory. Yeah. Now. And the Brexit terms, I don't know how it would pan out because I'm talking about pre-Brexit language now, that home territory used to be UK and Ireland. That is a producer's territory before you go to Europe, before you go to North America, before you go to Australia and Asia, Middle East. If you open the film in Dubai, film festival, and a buyer comes in, you invite the buyer from Mumbai, fly them in, put them in a hotel and say, look, guys, there's my movie in Dubai Film Festival. And the deals are done there. So yeah. that's another Asian market. So that so you divide the globe in that section.
1: Now and I heard there's a marketing budget. I just flew someone from A to B, put them up in the hotel with no guarantee a deal being done. Go do again. What was my budget for marketing and distribution
0: to have potentially 10 no's in a row? So you go what you do is you in the budget, you do the way Hollywood does that, you have Say, for instance, 1.8 million, the actual production cost. And you you budget it 2.5. So you're actually budgeting it for that. Marketing, sales, art, all of that. An awful lot of people are leaving out the total marketing, sales, and distribution budget and Um, just trying to raise production. Not at all. Not the biggest mistake. I have a personal experience with Cahal Black's beautiful film called Korea. I don't know you remember that film. Yes,
2: yes. We were talking to Cahal back
0: now so ago, yeah. Cahal, myself, we bang our heads in Cannes, and Carl had no clue about how to sell that picture. It was made on the film board's taxpayers' money. And I said, Carl, what's your marketing plan? He said, I haven't a clue. I made a movie. And I spent all the budget, what I've been t- uh, given, into yeah. the making of the film. So I said, look, guys, making is only one aspect of that. Yes. Selling is another aspect of that. You've got to budget it for the sales of the movie. If you yes. don't sell it, you're not making for yourself. And it's still a
1: marketing... And, so yeah. the guy's thing is, even with a marketing and
0: budget, there's no guarantee of sales. There's no guarantee. So, so, yeah. so and yeah. for that, you, you get your likes of the OTT platform. Uh, Amazon, the Netflix are the new language. They are buying it. They they knew. I mean, I'm watching every night a single film coming out from my industry, yes. uh, and every night they're uploaded four or five films. So they have a streamline now. They are financing it before or during the production. So while yeah. you're in the production, you send the rushes, you send the raw stuff, and say, "Look, guys, this is in the making. It'll be ready. The answer print will be ready by X number uh, date. Uh, what is signing the dot dot uh, signing on the dotted line?" And give us a, some sort of a guarantee that you're buying it for x amount so the next- thing
1: is siraj i'm hearing an awful lot of great stuff now because you're in the business of film you're in yes. the business yeah. of yeah raising the finance yeah. understanding sales and marketing as being the important drivers customer is king and great. then we get to make our passion we're given the yeah. permission and the wherewithal to make the story they want to see because they want yeah. to buy it. They want so it's actually in reverse order. Most production companies that we're coming across are, are, are wrapping themselves in this name naming invention, which effectively is just wrapping their functional job of production yeah. around themselves so they can deliver service and use up wage budget. They okay. are hope they they're assuming someone else is raising finance. Someone else is actually going to sales and market. Where actually that's why the investor has been burned on a regular basis in right. the indie production area and will not be burned twice and thrice. Yeah. You will just not a, get my money a second time.
2: Just a quick question here, Suresh. does yeah. You're obviously dealing with the cinemas now, and obviously in the last five to 10 years, cinemas have gone from celluloid, where you would have had maybe a two-week showing in a cinema, to, to now digital, which could actually restrict that down to one day. How, how, does that impact your marketing plan, because because of the way the cinema can actually have it going in and out, because they haven't got such a big investment in in the in the showing of that film. Obviously, it costs about two thousand pounds to get a, a reel of film in there. They'd want to get their money back on the two thousand pounds. But now it's digital. Does that reduce those costs?
0: It does indeed. It does indeed. Right from the production aspect, you don't need a huge big big monster cameras. You can see shoot it in DLSR, small red cameras. So the production cost is reduced, is sliced uh, really down. So therefore you have a less, um, you know, produ- unless it's a massive films like Disney or whatever, a Hollywood thing, which they, yeah. I mean, they waste money. My character was a tiny character. They had four sets of the costumes of one scene. Yeah. I did not even open the, uh, the, the, the packs of the three other sets of costume. Gone wasted. The other scene, which was also so the the, the waste of the money, someone the, else's yeah. money. So, well, what, what about
2: in the at the other end of it when the film's actually finished and and because you, you mentioned um, you mentioned a, a, a copy of the rushes that could be sent to to them. That's now digital as well. But when yeah, the yeah. film's actually finished, now it's off, obviously delivered as a digital package, not Correct. as a a film package. And one of one of the things I had heard was that quite often a cinema can actually show a film one night and if it doesn't or over a weekend, if it doesn't have their the audience coming in, it can actually just quickly just take it out and put something else in that it knows will generate an income. Whereas when it was on film and actually ended up as a as a you know, a big can of film going into the cinema Because the cinema had had to invest £2,000 for that particular, they wanted to get their £2,000 back. But I'm just saying in your marketing strategy, does that impact the way you now have to deal with the cinemas because they can take it in one night, show it and then drop it? Or do you come up with a deal that keeps, tries to keep your film in the cinema for a longer period of time?
0: I suppose what is happening now in the post-pandemic, two years cinemas are shut down and there were no films, nobody was going in to buy the film, to, to, uh, to buy the ticket. So obviously cinema has hit it badly, big time, yeah. big time. So now everything is online. I'm not paying rent to the cinema to hire the cinema to show my films. What I'm saying is uh, the cinemas used to hire, uh, to, to, uh, to get the money from the producers to show the film. They said, okay, pay me the rent of the, of the uh, five shows or 10 shows, whatever you want. It's a 14-show deal. Will you pay me the minimum guarantee, MGs, of that thing? And if, if over and above, the punters will pay, will we'll, we'll split it 70, 30, 60, 40, or whatever. But I want my wages for the staff, for the front staff, the electricity, the projectionist, all of that. It's your film. You covered that. So all of that needs to be taken into an account when you're releasing in the cinema. So, life is a little bit better in the sense that you're releasing on the home computers, on iPhone, on the home technology. People are watching short films now being made more because 20 minutes, half an hour film is easy- Much more consumable, yeah. Consumable than to film a two hour film. But people who are in the movie and they really want to watch a good film, they will sit on the computer they will sit at home, computer, home, home, home studios. People have made home cinemas with larger screen and all that, and so therefore they're watching on, 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 on digitally, and so therefore, who is projecting digitally? Who's releasing it? So you could release yourself on or on your own YouTube channel. Now your YouTube channel can attract the commercial money, the advertising money. How the distributors. Are being eliminated from the process is because the producers are becoming more proactive on the digital platform. And yeah. this is the only way that you can get sponsorship chips as well and say, so, look, guys, I'm releasing that film. Your ad will go in there. So you dress up the YouTube release with 10 different ads, and all of those people will pay you X amount, whether they're big or small. If the insurance company is there, they will pay the insurance, uh, you know, a, a decent, decent money. So there, there are ways of actually making income while you're actually distributing digitally. A, B, Netflix, Amazon are paying cash. They are, they are flush with cash, and they need money. Uh, I mean, actually, there is content. a
1: curiosity now because I'm not informed. Content, what, exactly. what? Yeah, what is the? What would you expect? per view, as a revenue per view to you from an Amazon view? I mean, it, it, you're happy to get even a, a, a 50 cent or 10 cent, 20 cent. No, um, no. That, I'm saying that is 10 to 50 cent is a 400% differential on break-even payback. 10 is not, I need five views for one view uh, in terms of multi-million views to get 3 million quid back. So, if I've only got Amazon views, then two million pound budget needs to be getting me 20 million views to break even. So this is where a game of math starts to kick in going. What is the guaranteed something? What language am I pitching to my investors? I expect 20 million views when I haven't got 50 views off my YouTube channel with four subscribers
0: in the past. Okay. So there's a software program which actually will tell you how many uh, viewers are there and that you negotiate with the likes of Amazon and the, yeah. the, and the Netflix and tell them that, look, I want a piece of software that you have and a daily report because what we call it a daily report for producers that today I have had 500 hits worldwide. Yeah. Tomorrow we will have 700 hits, maybe. So that's how it stays on the platform for a month, and then it's been taken off, as George said, that if it falls below th- those hits, and that's a software program easily, uh, there's a company in Netherlands actually who specializes in creating those software programs. So uh, producers have access, they can see it, how many viewers are there? And per view, you can then calculate that yes, film it. And the most successful aspect of that is the terrestrial channels as well. Yeah. The terrestrial channel, the satellite channel, the skies all of them have got their own you know, subscribe subscriber yeah. viewers if i've subscribed to, to the sky i'm paying it 70 quid every month anyway so yeah. those are those are the streams and they will buy it and they will pay you for that look so you the, the, while you're actually making it you at the same time you're selling it to the different options of the movies the dinosaurs of the industry, the cinema, the actual multiplexes—they are the dinosaurs who are dying breed now. Under yeah.
2: you know, this is it, And so are the broadcasters as well, because so their the broad- their model is actually breaking down. I think the other thing that uh, is is quite important that because um, we did mention YouTube, but there is actually two sides to to YouTube. There's. One of the sides is the YouTube where anybody can upload stuff, but that's not a commercial venture. The other side is that uh, commercial films are, are paid for by the streamers or the streamers can uh, sign up for a premium. There's a premium package that they can sign up for and then there's a percentage of, of that, uh, that that people get. And I think also with um, Amazon and Netflix, because there is a subscriber base what happens is that they buy a license, uh, f- and uh, they they buy a license that allows them to show that film for a period of time. And after that sort of uh, license runs out, they either renew it or they let that film go. Uh, so there is there are mechanisms for which the filmmakers can generate more of an well, income. I'm gonna just, jump
1: back in because yeah. what's strange thing is, sorry,
2: George, I'm going
1: where's Bollywood and all of this? This could okay. be anyone we're talking to. Okay. You know, <laughs> no, the great thing, is, no, no, it's interesting, that we need to bring it back and put a flavour on, I think, because yeah, yeah. what it says is no matter the film, it's going to find at a certain level it, without money, your own money, and you need to be someone else's and you have to attract money to get to make it. Even if you had the money, the talent might not be there, the worker might not be there to be available given the other demand on their resources in the industry because the big boys pay a bigger bang for buck. But now what I heard at the beginning of this conversation was you have your passion project. You have some soft money with it. You bought the right sex, Y and Z. There's a bunch of people out there that do believe in you. And okay, I think what might have upset in the meantime was two years of we know what, where, and when, and we won't talk about that anymore. But that aside, you're going, this film, the one you just mentioned, I can't even pronounce the girl's name, so what t- is stopping that now? What's the missing piece that brings that to market, that attracts that talent, that launches us to these marketplaces of which you know all the
0: above and are confident you can bring a delivery to an investor? Okay. So it's an application process. It goes, it kicks in into the actual process. The pro- big production companies do. I need a co-producer who can actually give me the gap money, I, as I call it. If I have a gap money, I can go back to the software BAI, uh, the Irish uh, film screen, and with, with the bit of a, a gap money with me. And then they would say, okay, if that you have, you're ready to roll. Yeah. We're and- back to the same question.
1: The brilliant thing here is, no matter where we've gone the last 10 weeks talking everybody. anybody, we're looking for a pregnant chicken with chicken and eggs all over the shop. Everyone Correct. wants the other person to bring the money to make yep. their money be real. Everyone has to show their cards at the exact same time. Everyone else is hoping the other person is going to solve the missing piece. But no one wants to show their cards first. And neither exists without the other existing, which which is the pain in the marketplace I can currently see.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give you the example how Noel Pearson got for my left foot the first check. He went around the same thing. Jim Sheridan never directed the picture before. And that's all the factors kicks in there. You have to have a name director. And Jim Sheridan was a theater director working in New York. He never had an experience of nobody will put money into him. So what Noel Pearson did? Noel Pearson went to Association of Wheelchair Association of Ireland. And he got uh-huh. two, 200000 from Wheelchair Association. He said... It's a movie about a crippled guy on a wheelchair. That's left. I was going to say
1: that's left foot thinking. Left it's foot. left field thinking. But in yeah. this case, it was left foot thinking. Very good.
0: <laughs> and 200000 he returned it back, 400000 and bought more wheelchairs from the profit of the film when when it won the 11 Oscars. So first check, to answer your question, Garvin, is that the first money could be from any creative thinker. I mean, yes. at the moment... You know, yeah. that's yeah. it and somebody has to take a chance on you and said, OK, yeah. I believe you enough on the basis of the script, on the basis of the subject matter. I mean, here's a subject matter who's changed the law of this country. You know, Eighth Amendment, my movie starts with the text written on the screen, what Eighth Amendment is all about, how women were been suffering and all that. And now, after the death of this woman, Eighth Amendment is gone. So no, it's, beautiful. Powerful it's powerful. You're author.
1: talking about, and now this is a language again. Your first customer is an investor profile. Your first customer is not a investor currently investing in film. Your first customer there is someone that wants to hear that story told. Exactly. Your, your first, and it's, they like the, the, the American, they like changing laws. It could, be, it could be the Women's Association of, it could be That's the mental health issue, blah. They yeah. What you're actually delivering to them is a PR story of social media of scene to be sponsoring this story being made. Correct.
0: Absolutely. Every girl would like to see how Savita died, why Savita died. If she would have been given, in a right time, a, a quick abortion, she would have been alive and would have been a mother of two, three other children by now. Why? Because every young woman is, is a dilemma for every pregnant woman to, to have an unwanted pregnancy to be terminated. In her case, it was not unwanted. It was planned pregnancy, but complicated pregnancy. Yes. It got medically complicated and she got sucked into septicemia and got died. in that. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is I have actually put the flavor of Bollywood. The whole glossy wedding aspect is taking place back in India, where they both got married. They landed in Dublin, uh, have a happy life, a settling in period in Dublin, exploring Dublin. Uh, For a tourism market point of view, everybody's watching. And I've taken this couple from the Hapni Bridge right up to different aspect of Dublin. And then I've gone into the crisis of the actual pregnancy. When the pregnancy crisis happens, the movie shifts in Galway. And then we have a Galway hospital scene in ER elements kicks in of the medical aspect. And then the third act, parallel to that, we have these uh, politician talking shite in the doll about about the uh, legislation, what they're gonna do about it. And then the third layer is also I've got priests and I've got uh, the bishops and all of those guys who are worried about it. That oh, what happened if the Eighth Amendment will be gone? What is the sacrament? I'm going to jump in for a second and be terrible.
1: I know it's a great story. I don't. I'm not questioning it in that context. But there's a little bit of an issue out there. No, actually, you have an Indian audience and you have an Irish audience. But what does the rest? If ours is an international audience not interested in local politics, oh, no, no, then no, that I, doesn't resonate with them. It's
0: a common story, Garvin. In yeah. Germany, German girls goes to, uh, to Poland. So there is
1: some similarity of something yeah. similar going on in different countries. I've done
0: my research on
1: that.
2: They and actually, are, America would probably have the same sort of thing. America, with, with right, race, yeah,
0: right. But in Germany, they're going to Poland and a Polish, Polish doctors are performing... Uh, the abortion from Poland, Polish girls going to Germany and getting, a, uh, you know, abortion there. So there is
1: a world, that's the strange thing, you have to touched on it. There's a world market, it's just not market. Ireland, England. There's something similar. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's Irish politics, there's an equivalent again. No, actually, I'm going to swing back a second and go, there's a missing, because I, I, I hate being the account. There's a missing co-production company, there's a missing figure. What makes your dream come, have the chance of going on a journey of, well, of being first of all made to be then get to be seen because the journey of money is it has to be made to be seen, so therefore to be seen someone to see it there 's a customer, but the first customer is investor, what is the figure you are now asking for to show an example because you're in, are you in indie micro production? is your budget totally three million? what oh. level are you pitched at, and what 's the missing money
0: okay the eighth draft which i have i 'll show you the copy of that in front of me right now. Um, the move, I budgeted for 2.8 because it's the international element that a shooting has to be done in India as well for 10 days. There's a schedule over there, 10-day schedule for whole wedding, glassy, glossy big wedding, and then we come There's back. There's your problem. There's a million we can get rid of in the morning because big. That's lots of cast
1: and crew in the foreign country. Can we do that in Fingless? Can we, we do can. it in a marquee uh, in the rain?
0: We can. We can. The creative producers will 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 give me the solution for that. You don't have to go to to to, to, yes. to that. I mean, you could be shifted back to to anywhere. We could do it, shoot it in London. In fact, you know, it's not that problem. Is a huge Asian community over there. One could one could one could revise the script in that way. Yes. To answer your question, if I have five hundred thousand tomorrow, I will announce the production first day of principal photography in few weeks time. Let's no,
1: I'd have to stop you and go. You say you have to be in a position to finance end to end, including marketing and distribution. Or wherever it is, the figure that has to be there to be able to be invested needs to be the 100%, including the financing of all tax breaks and the timing of soft money to plug into the full schedule of process pre and post production and marketing. So, Do yeah. not the problem I've encountered with everyone I've talked to in the industry as an accountant was they got the first bit of money, went off and spent, it, ran out and
0: couldn't get the next piece. No, 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 no. You don't start the shoot. You don't start the pre-production prep. Until you have the full budget aligned. Yes, right. We're okay again. We're okay again. No, no, no. no. That's (laughs) (laughs) premature. Professionals don't do that way. You know, you got to have the full money in the escrow account. You don't touch it until you are ready to roll the camera when you know the schedule of six weeks shoot, 14 weeks post production, and 10 weeks of marketing. All of that is going to cost you Y, X, Y, and Z. And I have all that in the bank. It'll 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 be spent in such and such manner. You don't need to spend uh you know all of that in one day. So yeah. it's an out and then you pay uh you know, by the time it gets released or whatever it gets completed, the it's the incomes start coming in there from there because the sales aspects kicks in there. Because you are already while you're making, you're selling it. Yeah. And therefore you are talking to the broadcasters, you're talking to the here we will get for this particular project, we will get uh, RTE to pay, TG Kahar to pay, or to Virgin Media to pay.
1: Because I'm going to stop you, because I'm honing into the language. We will get, It's a get- conditional future-proof something, there is no guarantee they'll say yes. No, you, before you... You, you, that's you have I mean. to have got... To get to get the investor money, because if you don't have that in signatures, that's a hope, and a hope, like it might be hedged, but it needs to be signed off with a figure of what you're getting, a point, of measure of of reaching a benchmark.
0: So that hinges upon deliverable, as in in our business, yes. we call it deliverable, and the deliverable has to be uh, copper fasted, airtight, watertight. And they would be able to see it through the prism of their own judgment that yes. this guy who's making it, this production company, are capable of having deliverable on time and everything. So therefore, I will put my money at now before they start shooting. So, when Great. That's interesting. Coming, yeah. That's the yeah. pre
1: sell. It's a pre sell. It's a pre sell. Access cell, yeah. to it based on deliverables,
0: key deliverables. Oh, yeah. That's exactly Excellent.
2: it. With, with uh, 10 days of shooting in India, is, is there a prospect of an Indian co producer coming in? Yes,
0: that's exactly what I'm working on right now as, as we speak. I've sent it, sent it the script to two different people. There are production houses over there because I'm giving them back in return their own territory. They said, the guys, recoup it from your own. I don't want any penny back from your territory. You put now No, well, I'm going to stop you right there. And you just
1: handed six billion to our paying viewers on the basis <laughs> of we don't know what figure. No, 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 no. Don't be pitching what the accountant shall be doing and value what it is, the cost of what's been given away. Because if you believe in the success of what you just said their cost of purchase of, of 100 grand worth of 10 days or something could have had the biggest revenue stream you just discounted yourself for. Most people don't know what the value cost relationship yeah. return is. It needs I, to be figured out and
0: factored in beforehand. I, I would be, that's negotiable. Obviously, it's negotiable, and I agree with you totally. But because beggars can be chooses in that sense because you need that money in order to spend that over there, in order to make up- Well, the... you
1: don't need that money, Siraj, if it's happening in Finglas West. So therefore, you didn't lose <laughs> the Indian audience on the back of doing a hun- three days of shooting. So the thing is, what we have to do is look at the production schedule, look at the ass of task and activity, look what the shot needs to be, where it can be, what the budget is for, what you're giving away for that, what is the money you need from your investor not to need that in the first place and give a better break-even return to your current
0: investors. Yeah, it can, it can happen. Obviously, you know, there are certain things where you don't as a director, I mean, I want to direct the picture, that, that your vision is to get, as I said, as real as possible for the true to the script. Yes. But there are some time, there are bangers, uh, you know, head banging going on between the, the finance people and the creative directors and the directors. And they said, look, you spend, you can't spend this, this, this. So no, 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 I can't because it's it we'll find give, a happy medium pay, but, but that's it absolutely. it has to be yeah. it's a
1: Rolls Royce or a Lada if you've only got the you know the couple of quid in the bank you're driving the Lada mate you can Rolls Royce all you like but that's yeah. an aspiration
0: that's an aspiration <laughs> yeah no I mean as I said there, there are there are means and ways there are means yeah, and ways there are means and ways to do that and if local producers would come along and said look I want uh, yes I like the story very much I, I mean it's a local story of a lo- local girl who died? And it was a big news here ten years ago. What happened? Fine. It 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 is, you know, linked with Ireland. Uh, may not have a huge impact, and it's not a typical Bollywood song and dance movie either. So the content are much more strong, serious contents rather than happy-go-lucky Bollywood dancing. Well, girl. the question then is:
1: Do you what? Do we need to be? People sublimely realizing that they're—they don't want to go into a manic depressive where we already know the end game before we walk in the door. I wouldn't even go see the film. I'm telling you right now, you know, I wouldn't be your audience because I'd be going. I would go for the singing and the dancing with the wife if she made me, but I certainly wouldn't be going for. The, the factual, uh, you know, the hardcore, you know, okay. there's mental health issues and there's all that mixed in it. But there, there would still be an audience base, though, that would want to... There watch. is an That's, audience. Yeah. And I think... But you I could, you much could much actually then get a second audience through the body. As you said, if there's enough of this, the, 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 the... What's that? laundry my dirty laundry where everything the is there there's Absolutely. an audience there's the audience three times the audience
2: yeah. yeah there there has been recently uh indications that in even though the the, the so-called bollywood way of working um is is possibly going to phase out it may recycle again like like the uh, um musicals of the 50s in america and stuff because there is an indication that that um uh hollywood uh, bollywood is also realizing that genre type movies is, is is also important to their audience right. because they will watch them as well so so one of the things is, is there's a potential that you could see yours as a uh, you, you it would be looking to see where the genre is and then by fitting yeah. into that genre you would then appeal to a bigger audience
1: absolutely well, actually these- sorry sorry at the moment if i just stood back and my my understanding of what the film is at the moment is a mental health political legal such and such, 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 I would not see it being a Bollywood in any no, no, no. In, in my generalism of a Bollywood, I'm expecting an awful lot of people in flashy clothes and dancing to appear with lots of muscles and half clad doing a, you know, it's it's the sensationalism and commercialism of of the, the you know, the sores, the hats, the dancing, the singing. But if that's you no, know, this is a hardcore story that just happens to have an Indian aspect to it. Yeah. Sure.
0: No, but but not only mental aspect of it, it's a very jolly good film, a jolly film in a sense that like like the way I've written it, mm-hmm. I, in the when the wedding is taking place, I have an Irish 70s band flown in from Ireland to India and they're playing all the hit songs, wedding songs, in this wedding in, back in India. Now, that yeah. is novel because your man was living here before and he knew... His friends, an Irish friend, he said, look, I want to give you the biggest present by bringing this wedding Ultra. band. Now, yeah. the wedding band in Ireland is a huge. 70s, 60s, 80s, they play in the weddings. You know, that's where guys are dancing. That's yeah. where the whole wedding sex, six months, fatten up. That's where the dancing element comes along. And you have... That's bu- where the budget gets
1: out of control.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not really, no. No, that's what I'm saying. It's are real- the all
2: CGI
1: Muppets and Puppets.
2: That well, <laughs> actually one of the things that's quite interesting about that is that the what, what's quite nice there is it doesn't have to be it, it doesn't have to be the, the traditional musical Bollywood type thing, but no. the fact that it's got that element echoes those yes. ideas within it, which I think becomes quite interesting, but also one one of the one of the things that uh, I I find fascinating, having been in Birmingham, was that was the the conversations I had with lots of Indians there who were saying how much the connection that the family values fitted into what was going on in, in Ireland, uh, and they basically just said all we have to do is turn the, the Irish
1: flag around and there you've got the Indian flag. was <laughs> uh, an amazing
2: I'm, conversation I'm there that to was going
1: I'm trying to rewrite your story here, Sir Ashby. because I'm trying to cut the budget in the back of my head. And what huh. I've done is I've actually got, no, no, we're bringing India to wherever the wedding is in Ireland. So they yeah. come over here, but they bring the band and the Irish bunch had their own band. And what we have is the battle of the bands of Celtic meets yeah. Bollywood band battle. But don't don't forget one of the things
2: that's also very important is that Ireland can actually represent multi <laughs> other countries. And yeah. I've been watching I've been getting into motorbikes again and I've been watching all these renovations of motorbikes. I'm looking at Royal Enfields specifically, which are made now in India. And what's really fascinating is that some of these guys over there had had basically uh, taken some wrecks off the roads and and turned them into what looked like brand new bikes. And I kind of go, like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Now my mum was watching it, right? She was watching the same show, and she suddenly went. Oh my God, look at those houses. They're amazing. We're told that India is so impoverished and it's 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 run down. And just going, those roads look great. And look at those houses. You couldn't afford one of those houses over here. And suddenly, all of a sudden, through through one of these little videos, and apart from the fact they were buying all the parts, which I know if we bought them here it cost would cost thousands of pounds, you were suddenly seeing that there was a culture that we're not aware of because of what we've been told. Correct, that correct. that that you could suddenly blow our minds out and sort of say, look, this is you've you've never seen this India before, um, but you could recreate some of those
0: things here as well, and they would still work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do that. I mean, the movie which I which, which I bought here from India, and Gavin, you must log on to the YouTube and see the sequence called Ekta Tiger, E A K E E A K. Ek means one. There was a tha means there was a tiger and it's nothing to do with Celtic tiger. And this is the movie which I bought here. Now, the creative producers put Komogi in Trinity College and there is a sequence, the Bollywood song sequence, dance sequence. The Bollywood star dancing in the square, the front square of Trinity College. And the Komogi uh, sequence is, is being played in the part of that song sequence. Then you move to Grafton Street and all that. So the typical songs and dance element has been incorporated. They spent something like one one and a half million uh, euro here while filming. And then they moved to, it was a big budget, seven and a half yeah. million movie. Uh, they moved to Istanbul and then they moved to Cuba and then returned back to India. It was a kind of like a, a James Bond type of film. And I managed to get the fraction of that here, two and a half months of shoot, Crew and stars were staying in Shelburne Hotel, biggest spent happened. uh, And it was a big success. At the back of my festival, at the platform, they saw, Mm -hmm. oh, they were supposed to be shooting in Oxford. And I said, no, 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 guys, come over and shoot it in Dublin. Mm -hmm. Come in Dublin, where we have a Trinity College. So, there are always creative ways of, yeah. you know. I'm gonna shoot you again, Siraj, because I'm <laughs> I know I
1: know there's a hostel around the corner from the Shelburne, and you've got cast and crew in five-star Dublin <laughs> at the height of the Celtic Tiger, and you're going when well, they could have been ten quid backpacking around the corner, and that money for my investor break even an awful lot better. It's no, so that, easy to
0: spend money. but, but it's that, to get it back <laughs> is the problem. The back of the problem. That money came from Yesh Raj Production, the biggest. In Bollywood. Well, it then was, it's okay. There's someone yeah, else's yeah. money. There someone else's some problem and someone else's money. I can spend that, that all day long. <laughs> See, this is the thing. A studio, when you're dealing with the studio back in India, as well as in Hollywood, their all principles are the same. They, when the studios get involved, they have their own standard. Their stars. That's it. Yeah. the stars needed a boncats and all that. They had a biggest star like arnold schwarzenegger Salman Khan came. He didn't bother to even... To meet Tisha, who uh, Leo, oh, Leo Ratkin, who was a minister of uh, tourism at the time, invited yeah. him for lunch, and he didn't turn up. He said, "Fuck off! I'm not <laughs> interested in politics. You know, I'm oh. here to shoot my movie." Yeah. And Leo us as of an offence. He said, "Oh, we have given you a huge this, this, that, the other." He said, "But this, for the star, they are so big in their head; they yeah. are concentrating on that." He said, "Why would I go and eat lunch with as the Irish politician? What's got to do with that?" Man. But that was the PR access, What I'm saying is the complexities of all
1: production. No, I say, actually, Siraj, I think the great thing here is, is you're working at the, you're in the industry, you're working at all levels of it. But when you drop out of it for a second and go, you're your own micro industry, when you have your own gig, you want to get done. And that bit then becomes, doesn't matter about the rest of it, because they, it's are asking their money. That all aside, it's your money now not them. You have to raise your budget. You have to negotiate that with your cast and crew and team to deliver on your story. You will be much, much more protective of that money
0: to get the value out of it. Definitely. I agree with you totally. And I would go again over the script and see where and how we can. In fact, one cameraman at the moment is in London shooting a Bollywood film with a studio picture. I've given the script to him last week. He's reading it and he's reading it with a view. Say, for instance, I'll give you the example of that. There's one sequence after the, the, you read in that opening sequence. The movie opens with a crowd of people at the back of the paper canister church, pro, the shouting matches going on, pro-life and pro-choice people. We have 3,000 members of extras, Dolly, Cranes, all of them, guardy moving in there, and, and the shouting match is going on, uh, between the two two groups of pro-life, pro-choice people. That exactly happened. Now, imagine that scene, which I've... Read. That's 300
1: grand and 100 grand a day for extras I mean, at the moment.
0: Exactly. That's a big scene. But that's the only big scene when the movie opens up with... That's got-
1: already gone. We're going to CGI those heads in there. You do not have 300 grand in your budget to have a little surf sort of fly over a pimlico in a crowd.
0: That's madness with indie budget production <laughs> for figures. No, no, for CGI, you can do CGI on that too. I mean, with the yeah. 200 people or 500, yeah. you know, 50 people, you can do it. Certainly, the fact that it doesn't have to be 3,000 people shouting matches going on. What's your budget there? For a laugh, for a laugh, Siraj. You put in a figure for that
1: opening scene. What was your budget? You penciled in on that one. See, in terms of page, you are shooting a minute a page. No, you're shooting task, activity, job type, pay rate on a day. Yes.
0: What did you put in for the budget for that day? For that, that's what I'm saying, that depending depending on how you scale it down, the day is a minute a page – Two, uh, you know, and if that
1: no, no, I'm just gonna say people. You're gonna go I have a hundred people minimum or a thousand people minimum at a hundred quid as an extra fee at minimum wage. How many people am I paying for that one cameraman to sort look at? Because they have to be there, they have to be fed, they have to be accommodated, you have to have security card people around them. You know, just for that one shot, that's where the game really starts Correct. because the casting bill alone can be for a hundred or a thousand people, depending on whether the difference between 900 people is done in CGI, that moves the CGI budget, but on at the minimum in your mindset, based on your pain, what are you willing to pay for a number of people to turn up on that day out of your back pocket?
0: I haven't worked out yet, to be honest with you.
1: That's oh, all you ever have to do in your entire movie to understand, are you a million budget, a five million budget, or 10 million budget? Because in the absence of that, we don't actually know the size
0: of the budget. Correct, correct, correct. I mean, the, once, yeah. you, once, once you're writing it, you're writing it as a movie with a yeah, full, full, full Monty. Now, yeah. when you're actually writing it as a full Monty, you don't think in terms of the actual uh, euros each paid and how much euros are going on each page, because your mind is on the artistic side, your mind is on the actual quality of the story, the dialogue, the lines, the scene, the conversation, and the actual effect of that, because it is yeah. an interconnecting thing. It's like a chain reaction.
1: Well, so, we have no uh, problem pitching that to Bollywood and letting them pay 20 million to sort that out to see it visioned that yeah. way because the budget's there. But you have to write in the fact that no one commissioned it, that it's your passion project, that you have to raise the finance. Are you
0: raising one, three or 10 million quid? I think I, I'll be happy to even do it. In, in, it's, it's budgeted for 2.8 to 3 million quid, but I'll be happy to make it for 1.5. Alyssa. 50%, I can slash it if it, because I don't want to lose them any more time. Next year is the anniversary coming up to 2020, 10 years gone, mm-hmm. uh, already on the story and it's losing yeah. every day. So yes, by by my cast is not cast costing me a huge amount of money. They're not big, big, big stars. I'm happy to put them in a BnB and b rather than in Shelburne and Conrad. Uh, yeah. They'll be happy to, to, to stay in even likes of Clayton, you know, I, I, you know and an average kind of thing, um, and, and and cars, local transportation, all of that is possible. All of exactly. that is yeah. possible because yeah. we have a very mature industry now. Mm-hmm. I have a very good pro- producer friend of mine, Adwina Falken, who turned around films for 600,000 for less than a million quid. Adwina is an experienced mm-hmm. uh, producer. She uh, made movies and shot in Malta, shot in America, everywhere. So. Adriana is going to be my line producer. So I'm actually working with heads of the HODs who know in their minimum uh, sort of like value how much maximum they can actually give you in terms of quality of the, of the film, not compromise. So
1: actually what you're, what you're really saying is you have a great story and you have a great team that want to be paid the day rate the bits that are moving around is the locations and the cast that can be that this can be leveraged to leverage budget back in and reduce the investment ask right. so right. to deliver on the minimum minimum value proposition of what the story cannot do without versus what is aspirational to maybe get a bigger budget later but if this film needs to be made within the next year to tie into the anniversary to get the maximum exposure for social media purposes then we've got to actually get that production schedule wrapped in a book budget schedule of what does a minimum look like and what is that gap you ha- that you have to plug and who has that money and how best to
0: attract them. Absolutely. I think, Absolutely. unfortunately, we have
2: to bring this to a close at some point. So that's that.
0: George, bring I'm it talking. to a close. Bring it to a close. I'll bring it to a close. I, 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 you we know what we're talking about here. What Gavin is, uh, Garvin has given me is is a pretty practical advice as an accountant. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's helpful. Uh, and you need to have a production accountant. You have to have a, uh, you know, an expert, the tax accountant, and all that who source the tax money. There are <laughs> tax houses who are around us uh, who are actually expert, likes of Mazar and likes of all those. Yeah. guys. and you know, absolutely, who have the the four eight one ready to go in there. It's a revolving money. You know, every yeah. year it's money. Well, I, the journey I of I money. I think what's
2: uh, I think what's really interesting though is that is that. Uh, what we're now finding through these conversations, and although I may not be contributing as much, what, what's very useful is that there is a dialogue that's going on, uh, which is what a lot of filmmakers don't actually start, to, uh, you know, don't talk about. And I think what's been really refreshing is to hear your angle of things, Sharaj, because you you are thinking about the things that we were saying were important to, to encase within the film budget and everybody was just talking about the production budget they weren't thinking about the marketing budget they weren't thinking about all the other things and i think what's what's what is also important is that we start to to start to look at the stories that we're telling and we we do start off with the with the rolls royce and quite often we have to come down just to compromise the story but until you've got it written you can't actually then start to look to see how you could do things differently. and that We becomes need a car, a George, part. not
1: which car. Exactly. You know, if there's no car, we're in trouble.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. We need some kind of vehicle in there to do that. So,
1: OK, well, look, um,
2: what I'm trying to do now is I'm just going to r- wrap up from what, what I've just been hearing. We 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 started off with Siraj here, uh, who's the... The Indian Film Festival of Ireland organizer. He's been very much involved in the film industry since I think about 1984. This has come from another discussion that we've had. I think what was really interesting was to to hear the film that you're working on yourself, Shiraj, about how you know you're coming up to the 10th anniversary of this of a this situation with a girl that um, had died in in, in Ireland who who was from India uh, because of her her situation and how that change some of the laws that were going on in Ireland at that particular point in time. But yeah. And I think that that's that's it's called 8th amendment. Um the 8th and- amendment. Yeah. And I think that's that's uh, you know so in in one sense we were looking at you know where where do investors want to work on on projects and also the the and, and I mentioned this to garvin before about the conflict that sometimes happens between the creative and the finance and it's trying to get that compromise to work so you get a film made. But I did like the, uh, the conversation that we were having about how you go about potentially selling. And, and, and Siraj was talking all the way through here about you are selling the film right from the beginning and trying to get people so that you know that there is an audience there that will then pay to watch the film you're making even before you get out there shooting. Because then at least you know you've got some way of uh, getting that film seen. Which I think is so, so important. So I think at this stage, if we we have the last words from yourself,
0: Suraj. Thank you for for having this stimulating conversation. Just to give you an example of the last one, it's like I did a movie called Halal Daddy, which is a German finance picture. We shot it in Sligo. I had a large role in it uh, and it stayed on the various platforms, Netflix, uh, Amazon and all that. Uh, Colomini was in lead with other young, young actors, and I had a fairly big part in it. That, that picture was about one and a, a two, around 2 million euros. And the Germans finance co-production come from Germany. And this is another angle, is that now we are, you know, we are taken through part and parcel of Europe. So there is a money in Europe. Uh, France, Germany being the prime, uh, uh, Germany being the prime financier of Irish. They love Ireland. I mean, uh, Germans loved here spending their money. Uh, and that is the prime example. Halal Daddy was was loosely based on the, um, you know, on a beef tribunal that happened years ago. And it was back backdrop was the actual uh, beef in, industry in Sligo. Uh, a lovely creative picture. I must recommend it if you haven't seen that picture. It's, you'll find it somewhere on the internet. Uh, it's called the Halal Daddy. Now, this is the module I'm talking about is that a small production, um, you know, not a huge, huge production, when one could make, if the Academy could set up, I can line up the streams of uh, stories. I'm working on a story store at the moment as well, where a story store is storing the stories, a uh, lot of stories, and they can be blown up into a film full the scripts, many of mm-hmm. them. Uh, there's there's a there's one I'm working on is on drug trial that is also hotbed in India. Uh, lots of uh, pharma companies are using India as a hotbed for uh, a trials tr- trials and particularly. Well, that's the- a
1: great thing, Siraj, You're saying now the weird thing is there's a there's a, there's we need to get more stories made. But to get them made, we need to get more stories Correct. financed. To Correct. do that, we need to get a model that makes it at a certain level that we get that quality content and talent out there. We staff and crew it, get it made, get it financed, get it seen, and that's where we can all go play play our game. Absolutely. And that's uh, there's definitely conversations to have with yourself a little later on about that. And that's exactly the sort of model we're thinking of rolling out. Thank you, thank well, you.
2: Unfortunately, we we've, we've actually come to the end of the show, so. Um, I think, unfortunately, Garvin, those will be your last words for this episode. And I do hope that we can get talking to you uh, soon again, uh, Siraj because I think it's important to carry on these kind of conversations. So thank you, thank you again for, us, for joining us. Awesome. And uh, we Happy. just say cheerio to everybody and thanks for listening and thanks for watching.
1: Thanks a lot. All the Take best. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click on the bell for notifications.